All right, there will be bourbon. Morgan Hancock joining me. How are we doing, ma'am? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Outstanding. Thanks for joining me. So a little different than the, the usual There Will Be Bourbon episodes we're doing. But as always, fueled by America's Native Spirit. Picked this one up like six or seven months ago and just realized I'd never opened it. So I probably finally thought I should. It is the Old Forester. Uh, 1897 bottled and bond. It's made by Brown Foreman. One of the, they actually did make a a bottled and bond when that act was first passed in 1897. So that's actually pretty cool that they brought that back. I think it was part of their whiskey row series a couple of years back. Um, doesn't have an age statement, but if it's going by the law, I guess it's four years old. So that's what I've got. I don't know if Morgan's imbibing or if she's just like, look, it's noon. I got no. I got <laughs> stuff. I got stuff. Okay, I'm kind of embarrassed to show what I got. It doesn't matter. But but no, let me. So, and really, this is sort of a faux pas. So, I have to get sponsors for a lot of what I do. Yeah. Um, and so, I should always only have one of my sponsors on a camera, uh, but I don't. But it's not. It's not one of my sponsors. Okay. Um, and and I people always say, "What's your favorite bourbon? What's your favorite bourbon?" And typically, my answer is the politically correct whoever sponsoring me at the time. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be honest today. Uh, my, there we go. My favorite believe it or not, is just the good old Jim Beam white label. Hey, you like what you like. I got, <laughs> I got the the big, here we go. So the San Francisco Giants version I picked up oh. a few years back. They make it, they make a, Jim Beam sponsors them like at the ballpark. So they make an oh. annual one. So I picked this up just to keep around and have it never open, but look, it's good. Right? Yeah, I mean, I could have brought something, you know, like interesting or, you know what? It's not, it's not that it's not interesting, but yeah, that's what I have over here. But I do have this. I got to try this. What do we got? This is not even a, and this is, this was sent to me in the mail recently to try. I've not opened it yet. Okay. Harlem Standard. Harlem Standard. It's made in Kentucky, but it's obviously Harlem, New York. New York. It, okay. It's not distributed. It's not distributed in Kentucky at all um yet and so i've connected with them recently and they actually just sent me this in the mail and so i promised them i will try it this weekend and review it um okay. but i just got i just opened it so i just opened it today so, so all right got- so there you go <laughs> that's legit all right so so because honestly most people don't drink with me on this show which is oh. fine or if they do then they're, they're not really you know coming with your background. So that's why I think it's kind of interesting that you are here. And I know you did say that there, there's actually a reason you're here. You're talking about what it is you do, which is bourbon with heart, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is that? Tell us all about it. So bourbon with heart is a nonprofit organization. And what we do is we combine our love of bourbon and our love of art together. So Everyone in the world knows Kentucky is the leader of the bourbon industry. Right. But what people don't realize about Kentucky is we have a really robust arts culture here. Um, so much talent is very important to Kentuckians. It's a big part of our, our life and our culture. And for some reason, that's not ever been communicated well to the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of a way we're, we're combining two of the best things about Kentucky is bourbon and its artists, but also leveraging that, that influence and popularity of bourbon to bring the awareness, raise funds, educate people on our art scene. And it's working. 
Well, because people don't also realize that it's one thing to be an artist, but you need inspiration. And what better to inspire you to be creative than well, that's, that's true. It, it inspires people <laughs> in a lot of different ways sometimes. But we say um, art, um, like a good glass of bourbon, uh, brings people together and encourages right. self-expression. Exactly. Self I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's all this show really is. Like, it's 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 fueled by America's native spirit, yeah. bourbon, and I just go where the bourbon tells me. I, that that's my creativity. That's my creative process. Okay. So. Be careful with that, though. We <laughs> we do we do say practice the art of drinking responsibly. So yeah, so, can, there's self expression can um take on different all different forms. Well, that's why I just try and do it in my where I live, and that way I can just pass out and go to bed, and it's fine. I don't have to worry about anything getting crazy. Um, you know, there's a lot of other things that you know brought me into realizing that, that I'd like to actually have you on here and talk to you. Um, so you are from where? Kentucky. Right. No, what? Very small town, right? Oh yeah, it's uh, called Litchfield, Kentucky. Litchfield. Okay. And so, growing up in that area, is this something that led you to the military? To the army specifically, like what, what, how did you find yourself in that path? Cause I don't think most people would look at you or look at what you're doing and think <laughs> that she has, you know, the army background. So that's what's, you know, probably a little bit more interesting. I think people should know about. Well, that's a good question. So, cause sometimes I have to, I have to ask myself, how did I get there? So a lot of, <laughs> a lot of times, and I don't fully know the answer, but I'll do my best. Um, because I'm still trying to figure out how I got there. Um, <laughs> I, I know that, so I didn't have the typical uh, childhood, teenage life. I I had my first son at 16. Okay. I was kind of a wild child. Um, I, school was not necessarily, no, look, I was, I was good at school academically, um, behaviorally, not so much. And so I ended up dropping out of high school and had a you know child and then i kind of realized a couple years into that um uh, i better do something with my life yeah and um i knew okay I, you know i need to get, figure out how to go back to school and um the military would help with that so that was one as uh, one component of it is pay it paid for my college uh the other the other component was 9-11 um, happened when I was, uh, you know, just turning uh, 15, 14, 15. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, you know, a time in my life where it was really impactful. And basically from the day that we witnessed that, you know, myself and a lot of my friends were determined that as soon as we were old enough to do something, we would try to do something. You would do it, right. Well, yeah. that, I mean, that's the only reason I joined as well. Okay. I mean, I've told this story a million times on this 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 podcast is I was following a silly dream of thinking I was going to be a professional baseball player in college. And, you know, when you can't play in college, you probably can't play in the majors. And then 9-11 happened. And, and again, it's, but that's kind of like my, I think what kind of connects people like myself and you and, and others from the, you know, the call it the GWAT or the GWAT, whatever it is you assign it with from basically the war on terror era is that was the unifying call to service moment for this country that we all grew up and experienced. And you were fortunately, you were, yeah, you were younger than me when it happened, but you were still right at that age where it's like, okay, you know, it's not just where I grow up and live. Like hey, there's a whole world out there and they, they may or may not have really good feelings for us. Right. And the only people got to be able to carry on what it is we like and preserve and, and respect and try to live through 
values wise is ourselves. And I don't know if you pay attention to any of this stuff or if it's something you even have a thought on, but we don't have that currently. You know, we really don't. And that's why all branches, it's not just the army, but every branch is really struggling to meet its recruiting mission. And one of the biggest reasons, um, there's two things that I've always thought. One, a buddy of mine mentioned, it's like, why would you ever be in the military if you're not at war? Right. Which is, you know, kind of makes sense in a way. And then the other part is exactly what brought you and I into it is that there's no current call for service or any unifying message. And there was a lot of us that thought maybe everything that went on with COVID that would inspire people to serve because there was a medical component. There was an opportunity to actually serve in your community and do things. And that didn't, that didn't happen. It just didn't. And so I don't know if you think what other, you know, young teens or kids going through at the same time in their lives, 15, 16, 17, whatever it is, why do you think, or do you even have an opinion on why people aren't joining to serve at this point? Well, all the reasons you said, you know, yeah. make perfect sense because it wasn't a thought in my mind before right. before nine eleven. Um, but you know, I mean, th- there's nothing more powerful than you know moral outrage, and we don't yeah. we have to have something to be outraged um, or to fight for or against. And um, so, all those reasons make sense. But maybe one chance would be military parents would be influential on military on their children to join mm. um but i'm sure that that second that that young people now continuing on that that tradition military tradition is probably the numbers are probably getting getting smaller oh yeah i mean i have a daughter um my daughter's 17 i don't want her anywhere really near the army mm-hmm. and she doesn't really have a desire to serve um which is fine her mom you know is in the army as well and she's still in um but that's kind of also an issue, though, when I think it's like, oh, well, we'll just rely on military family to continue service, because I think the biggest issue is that a lot of the issues that we see going on with just not just military service, but everything we watched unfold in the the, the withdrawal from Afghanistan and all the other stuff that's gone on throughout the years is most average Americans just aren't connected to it because it doesn't affect them. Mm-hmm. But where you come from, especially in Kentucky, I mean, that tons of veterans are in that state and come from that state and fill up our ranks. I mean, we have our largest training ground is there at one point. I did, I was a drill sergeant at Fort Knox for a little bit once upon a time. Um, so that's kind of also the issue is that a lot of the people, even from that region, the South, which is largely made up our military throughout history, even they're not joining. So that's kind of, you know, kind of where we're at. Um, all right. We're not going to have this be all about military recruiting. I want to know more <laughs> about bourbon with heart. So you just had your event or is there another one coming up or how does this work? both we just had our event and there's another one coming up um we had the un we called it the unveiling night but um opening night of our bourbon barrel art exhibit fundraiser yeah um that was wednesday night that was a few nights ago and it was a a huge success i mean could not possibly ask for it to have gone better it what I had envisioned, it went so far above and beyond that. And uh, I mean, honestly, it was it was perfect. It, it really was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a bourbon barrel art exhibit. Okay. And so that's so, so people are just, what, they they get a barrel and they just start turning it into artwork or what? Because barrels aren't cheap. Yeah. No, none of this was cheap. So, <laughs> uh, but we thankfully we raised a lot of money yeah. to, to help cover all that and plus have a large surplus to give away 
So um, the Bourbon Barrel Art Exhibit was actual bourbon barrels, which they're yeah. large, they're heavy. And when I came up with this idea to do a bourbon barrel art exhibit, um, I didn't fully think through how heavy of an art medium I was choosing. <laughs> and um, But like with so many things, I'm so glad I don't know how much work it's going to be when I start or I may not ever start. Yeah. Um, so I figured out a lot of things as I as I went. But when I decided that I wanted to do this art exhibit, I had realized that it had not been done. Um, I, I When it came to me, of course, you know, I Googled first thing you do to see if it's been yeah. done. And when I realized that we hadn't done a bourbon barrel art anything in Louisville, Kentucky, well, one, that blew my mind. And two, I'm like, this has to happen now. And so I first I went to figure out where where am I going to hold this? Where would be a good venue for this? And we have Fraser Kentucky History Museum. That's yeah, the okay. official yeah, yeah, yeah. starting point of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. So I thought, oh, really? OK, I did not know what, that. Yeah. What place would be better than this no. to, to start this? So I approached them uh, with with nothing, with with an idea and a really quick kind of PowerPoint thing I printed off and put together and go in with the CEO and and his team and put down the papers. And then I immediately see I've spelled artist wrong on the cover. <laughs> and I'm like, I, oh, gosh, they're going to think like, why do we let this crazy person even present to us? But I presented and they loved it. And they said, yeah, we want to do it. This was September 2020. So just this past September. Okay. They said, yeah, let's do it. When when should it launch? And I thought, well, we're bourbon with heart. We want to call this exhibit Barrels of Heart. February, it's heart month. That makes sense. Yeah, let's, la- let's launch February 1st. I just threw that out. Yeah. And so then I get home and I realize. Oh no, I I got now I gotta do this. Yeah, I don't yeah. have a single barrel. I don't have a single <laughs> artist. And this thing has to launch fully in this museum in a matter of months. So uh what it it, it it we did it. How long is this exhibit going on? Two months. Two months, okay. So I assume you got plans to to do it again or is it just two other events throughout the year or this is one and done and you're just going to figure out what you're going to do next. <laughs> well, we certainly <laughs> plan to do it again next year, the bourbon okay. barrel. Um, we, we plan for it to be an annual thing. Okay. Um, but we have events planned throughout the rest of this year. They're just not, uh, it's yeah, not no. bourbon bar- barrel art exhibit. Okay. It's other, so other things. How many barrels did you get submitted or did you guys have a contest? Did you choose or did whoever wanted to somehow get a bourbon barrel and, no so so then when I realized what I got myself into when I got home um we didn't have a website nothing like just all this had to come to life it's like my set I got nothing (laughs) the movers lost everything well uh (laughs) so I thought well I just gotta hurry up and get some bourbon barrels um so I just went on Facebook marketplace and bought 20 bourbon barrels had is it that bar- simple? In Kentucky, it's that simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that simple everywhere else. Does make sense. Um, okay. So I get these, and I'm like, "Where the hell am I going to put these things? Like they're <laughs> huge." And I couldn't afford new bourbon barrels because even in Kentucky, you yeah. Know, but why would you want a new one? You want a used one. Well, but because the 
well, when I got the used ones, they're filthy, like covered in dirt. They're cracked. Uh, they're dirty. So oh, I'm like, you can't you paint on these things. Got it. So um, then I spent like the next week, like pressure washing, trying to like sand, clean them. And then um, simultaneously realized we got to get artists now. So uh, we throw together. And when I say we, I, I, I really mean me. <laughs> <laughs> throw together a website. Uh, put out an artist call uh, that we need artists to paint these bourbon barrels and we can only pick 20. In less than two weeks, oh, okay. we had, they had to be from Kentucky also, the artist. Got it. Uh, in less than two weeks, we had well over 150 submissions. And oh, wow. literally every single one was phenomenal artists. Uh, and they were still pouring in when I had to cut, the, cut it off. So picking 20 was really, really difficult. Uh, yeah. But they were all amazing. So picked them. Then we have to deliver these barrels to their houses. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't think about logistics. What, logistics. What did you do in the army? Well, I'm, now I'm really embarrassed to say what I did in the army because we were called the spearhead of logistics. <laughs> so you, oh, you were 88 Mike then. That's a whole nother story of how I got in that. <laughs> oh, wait. So you were 88 November. No, 88 Mike. Oh, okay. Like, no offense, 88 Mike's look the worst thing you could possibly be. <laughs> You'd be surprised at what some of the stuff you... Depends, that's, I guess. That's pretty bad. Um, we'll get into that then if you have... <laughs> yeah, I mean, name something worse. Iraq, Afghanistan, name something worse. Oh. Truck you... driver. Wait, what year? Actually, wait, fine, 2000, you could be a fueler. You know what they did in 03? They just sat there, or the the shower and laundry specialist, 92 Sierra, they just sat there filling up giant water bladders in the middle of the desert so you could take a shower. But were they driving over IEDs? <laughs> no, that's a fair... No, 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 you're, you're not wrong. I'm just, <laughs> but that's... You, some would say that that's not the bad part about it. That's kind of the fun part. Depends what you get into, I guess, you know? She, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun yeah. yeah yeah i mean that is you bring up you bring up a valid point but it's, that's how but that was the difference between it being like monotonous or literally you got to pay attention to what you do every single day because you are doing you did were you in baghdad at all no okay well because so there was that sign if you went out on an msr tampa i don't know if you drove across that route at all but it said there was a sign that said when you went out the gate the last thing you saw was is today your day <laughs> But that's going with what you're saying, you yeah. know. You look. I, I look back on it and joke about this stuff because we've all done the convoys and all. But it's it's when you really think about that sign, like that's stuck with me almost literally 20 years later. But it's true. It's what you're saying. Like you could put you could put that just up in your house as now as a day. I, I mean, should. That's, that's a good mindset. I I just wonder day. who came. Yeah, I wonder who came up with that. But yeah, it's true. It could be bad or positive. Is today your day in a good way, or is today your day you're just gonna you know? Yeah, and honestly, that's really a perspective that I. I really keep on on life, which is part of why I don't mind to take risk or or do things that might yeah. just be a total disaster because I'm like, what's the worst that could happen is I die, and that's not really that bad, you know. Write that down, somebody. <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? You die, and that's not really that bad. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's kind yeah. of the worst. I mean, yeah. Okay, so wait, let, let, I know I steered you off course, but so you you figured oh, out. That's okay. How the hell do you we're gonna get these barrels to all these people throughout the state of Kentucky? Because it's not a small state. 
Yes, and um, I didn't factor in things like should like the artist may live on the third floor with no elevator, or mm. yeah. So <laughs> I like and these are empty. They're about one hundred and thirty pounds, which is okay. Yeah, that's not not light. Well, that's I mean that's more than me. I was about to say it's probably bigger than you. <laughs> And it's and and even if you can pick up 130 pounds, it's not a it's an awkward hundred. Yeah, it's an odd object. Yeah, yeah. difficult. So, uh, making all kinds of weird, like MacGyver <laughs> ramps and different things and lifts and straps and pulleys and to get these things all over the place. Um, and then I finally did learn after moving them about 40 times that they make a a dolly made for a yard waste trash can that's got a big ah, circular bottom okay. yeah that's great for these life changer there you go uh yeah it's still not easy but it makes a big difference um so get them all delivered get the artist painting and then i realized well this is supposed to be a fundraiser which means we gotta have funds um and so <laughs> how's that gonna happen yeah and um, so then I decided, well, we'll have each barrel sponsored by either a bourbon brand or a local company. And so then it turned into, I mean, I had to just be a full out sales machine for because really fundraising is sales. Yeah. And I had to sell all these things. Um, and I did sold all of them at three thousand each, sixty thousand dollars. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. To and and had to turn people away who wanted to buy them um so now so I all that now all that sounds like is they're going to be six thousand next year i didn't have to have a <laughs> the, right now because i just launched the exhibit that sounds very exhausting but give me a week yeah. and i'll probably be all for it yeah i was gonna say what you, you know when when because it's going to keep growing and then eventually you just get the distilleries to sponsor a single barrel to where they can produce everything buy that brand and then take the artwork from that barrel and put that as the label yes see i mean come people on people keep <laughs> people people keep bringing that idea yeah. up because it's so popular right now every like every store across this country is getting single barrels yeah yeah and so that would definitely take it to another level yep. um but it ain't it was amazing to see i've never seen the community come together so quickly and and in such a huge way over something and i mean people we brought people together people who would never be in the same room together because we yeah. we wanted our artists to be all different walks of life so i mean we've got people from artists from 18 to 65 we have award-winning artists we have the artist who painted uh here in kentucky woodford they do a derby bottle every year. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. That's so the artist cool. who does that, it's a bit, you know, it's a big deal. So this artist actually did it two consecutive years. He designed oh, it wow. 2018 and 19. So we have every, everyone from that to someone who just learned recently at a one of those paint and sip classes with their wife that he could, <laughs> you know, he has a knack for painting. To we have artists with all different uh, disabilities. Um, I mean, we've got it every all across. So the you've board. got Marines. But we don't have mermaids. Yes. No, you said I get it. That's a really. I gotta send that to my buddy later. He's a marine, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, may did we? We may have actually, but that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get all kinds. Of, 
there's a ton. I'm sure you know this, but there's a ton of ways you can go with that in terms of growth. I mean, it's, oh my gosh, if, yes. if, yeah, if it was already this much of a success, it's only going to, it's going to get more popular and probably because it's something that, like you said, people haven't heard of or done or, or know about. So that always makes people excited when it's something new rather than just, you know, yeah. the local artichoke dip contest or something. Yeah. I've never I don't think but, anyone's doing that. <laughs> that's nothing new, I think. <laughs> but now no, I'm no, thinking of, it could be art a choke. It could be a it, art. Look, I'm just here throwing out ideas. You, you take them around with them. We could get 20 hand-painted artichokes. <laughs> and I thought somewhere someone would love that. Somewhere, probably in Italy, where they're really <laughs> like, you know. Everything you think of, someone out there would love it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Art, uh, art subjective it's not you know <laughs> I, mean, I can i could debate that too but yeah well i mean i'm looking at this air force memorial outside my window and i don't know who thought that was art but that looks awful that's <laughs> just i don't even know what it means i've been trying to research it and i just can't bring myself to because it's the air force and it's like eh, it's you know whatever um well speaking of um military marine yeah. art all that um my very next exhibit that the artist call is going on right now. When will this be live? When will this air? I'll upload it tonight, tomorrow. Oh, okay, well, yeah. you're, you're, I don't you're... do anything special. Yeah. It's just we're, we're, oh, we, okay. we, we drink and we go, and that's it. All right. Well, that that tells me how what a what a kind of production this will be. Be exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you. You better have very low expectations. This is not a production. <laughs> this okay. is a recording. That's what this is. Well, so this will launch tonight. Um, I have a. No, artist... I'll upload it tomorrow. I, I won't do it tonight. It'll be tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow we'll still have the artist call. This artist call goes until February fifteenth. Oh yeah, um, and I'll so... mention, I'll make a note of that so it's in the the notes. Yes. However, I don't. They have to be from Kentucky, or at yeah, least they made. They don't have to necessarily live there now, but they need to be from Kentucky at some point. Um, but this is something very unique and that we're super excited about um it's a bourbon barrel bow tie art exhibit literally these bow ties are made out of bourbon barrels what yeah i'll show no. you one here in a minute okay yeah. i want so, one <laughs> that's what i want so so they're wooden um obviously yeah and there's a group of u.s military woodworkers um in here in kentucky and they discovered that woodworking really helps their PTSD. So they that's awesome. They ha have hand carved fifty uh, bow ties for me, made out of bourbon barrels. And so I've got videos. I'll be posting it later, all the way from you know breaking down the barrel to pulling off the stave to cool. to turning it into this uh this bow tie. Yeah. So then from there, after after we get that, then I did the artist call for fifty artist who will then either they'll hand paint the bow tie or they'll carve it you know further yeah. in the designs or the pyrography which is burning designs into it which we had one of our barrel artists actually did pyrography for her barrel um, and then they will be on display at what's called the galt house hotel in downtown louisville it's the official hotel of the kentucky derby it's sold out uh for weeks surrounding that so the exposure yeah, uh, and then people that are going to see this from all over the world coming in from Derby, it's going to be a huge exhibit. So here's one of the, yeah. here's some of the bow ties. Uh, they're not painted obviously yet. We're doing our artist call, but you can sort of 
these so oh yeah okay yeah oh i definitely want one of these i need to i need need to wear this around here when i go to one of these events yes well this is so this is just the template basically i mean but these are all made from bourbon barrels they're made this is the military veterans i was talking about it's uh yeah Cruise customs. customs okay uh bourbon barrel they make bourbon barrel flags but we commissioned them to write this down to do, to do this uh they've never done this before but i thought you can make flags you can make you can make bow ties you can anything yeah and they killed it so uh they made 50 of these for me they're actually going to be the artists that do a couple of them they're gonna <laughs> um you know carve and make intricate yeah. designs so that art is called going on right now and each one of these will also be sponsored. That's that'll be how we raise the funds as well. So, so that's the next bourbon with heart. Yeah. So that uh, artist call ends February fifteenth. The exhibit will launch April first and go through the Kentucky Derby, which is the first Saturday in May. This may be a dumb question, but have you ever been to the Kentucky Derby? Heck yeah! I almost went once. I ended up on CQ at Knox and didn't get to go. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, <laughs> it looks fun. I mean, I still would love to go. It looks like it'd be a good time. Well, it seems more to- of like the buildup because the race is what, two, three minutes and then it's over. Everybody go home. But like everything else leading up to it is probably what you're there for, right? That two minutes is. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's, they, you know, they don't, they're not lying when they say the most exciting two minutes. In sports. Yeah. It's, it's, there's nothing like it. And I know that I'm a Kentuckian, yeah, yeah. but there's there's literally nothing like it that I've ever experienced. It's and I've been really fortunate because I work in the media and work with yeah. media, so I get to be I get like all access. That's cool to everywhere. And the very best seat in the house for Derby is not looking down that way to the track. It's looking back at the crowd from the other side because during that two minutes. Just the face, the, the yeah. faces, <laughs> and like, and then at that very end, like to see you see either the happiest people on earth or like, yeah, right. <laughs> and the expressions are just like it's so exciting. Well, was it this one last year where the the like complete underdog was the one that won, or was that one? Was that the Derby? Okay, yeah, Rich. Yeah, that was he, he he wasn't even that was he didn't nuts. even know until like the day of he he was going to get to be in. Like he wasn't. But his odds were ridiculous like, because the only people who probably bet on him to win were his trainers and owners, right? And that, oh my, like everyone missed out on that. Like, but that's what's that to me still like when I think about that, because at the end of the day, like that's a it's he says the two minutes thing, but it's an athletic competition of those incredible horses. Right. But still, nothing like that would happen in the Olympics with with like the hundred meter dash or something like the you you we know who's going to win that for the most part. And for something like that to, to happen in, you know, literally the biggest horse race in the world, that's just, that's still insane to me that that took place. Oh yeah. Like oh, that but- horse, I you just, you, cause you'll never know, but you got to think like that horse must've been like out of his mind. Like, Oh, I can catch. I don't know. I don't know what horses think. I know they're smart, <laughs> but I just wonder if that horse is like, ah, watch this. You know, just... <laughs> well, they certainly seem to know what's going on oh, yeah, when, totally. whenever you're there but that was so exciting and then because of being with media you know I got to follow the owners then back to yeah getting their acceptance and all that and I mean they were they never saw it I mean they weren't even supposed to be in the race right. as of earlier that day but you know they were the only ones to be like all right let's just go put a hundred dollars down and see what happens right and they're like sure. <laughs> that's 
Nobody else literally bet that horse unless it's some like degenerate in some. I don't know if you guys have legal casinos in Kentucky, but some guy like reading a newspaper and, you know, with his 15th cigarette in the morning in Vegas, like, I'm going to just bet a hundred or let's just do it. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's kind of how that works. Yeah. Um, Probably so. But uh, one of my barrel artists, um, he, for his barrel, he wrapped in around it. He painted uh, seven derby winners but as if they were racing each other and oh, so yeah. it's titled that's barrel cool. of dreams because i mean what a dream yeah it'll never have happen. yeah that's the, awesome yeah derby there's so many cool of the barrel so if, if bourbonwithheart.org you can go and and see the barrels yeah maybe um, i need to make sure i put that in the notes as well it's when absolutely not the same as in person but the photos and videos are still no nothing is i mean like bourbonwithheart.org I don't know if you've uh, do you, like. Do you like to go to museums? Have you, you you go to museums around the world and country or whatever? I don't know if you ever traveled outside, but I remember I, I've never got to see the actual Last Supper, right? That Da Vinci did. But one of the times I was in Vegas was when that Da Vinci um, exhibit was going on, and they did like a full, a life size replica of it. And I mean that thing is massive. And all you ever see it usually is in a textbook or something as a kid growing up. You're just like, oh, great. Yeah, that's cool. But then like when you see something and then you realize it was painted. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's I, hard I, to put in the words like what that experience is like. And that's even seeing like a, a replica of it was just like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Yeah, it really is. Um, I had similar experience when I had seen went to you know like the Sistine Chapel and mm. uh you see you know like Michael they painted that on his on his back on rafters, know, like, like the, whole... oh, the same way you delivered barrels up to the third floor like that's <laughs> the same pulley system <laughs> probably was about that I think yeah. his was probably more sophisticated than yeah mine. same level of tech probably uh, most for sure now speaking of the last um last but now Supper. now I want to say the last cocktail because <sighs> that was that was one of my barrel designs. I call them my barrel designs. I call these artists my artists. I feel like they're my yeah. children. I they say are. like I yeah. adopted them. But one was called The Last Cocktail and okay. the design. And it was so amazing. So this artist took, like, it has the Mona Lisa. It has Vincent Van Gogh, you know, the farmer and his wife, yeah. you know, these famous um, characters of art history. And she had it, and she, it was as if they, they so they escaped their frames. And they escaped the museums and they took a trip to Churchill Downs and they're wrapped around the barrel. So it's Mona Lisa drinking old fashioned with their Churchill Downs ticket and Vincent Van Gogh. And um, they, you know, this is their, well, so then the way the last cocktail came about is after, after they went to the track, saw the race, then they stopped at a bar in downtown Louisville and they're having a, having a drink. And then they realized, oh no, we're next door to the Fraser History Museum. Are we going to get captured again and put back in frames? Uh, Will this be our last cocktail? Oh, that's funny. And that's I wish you could see. Oh, yeah, to show that's this. good. This was so we've got the cover of local is that magazine. Her? Oh, no, oh, I can see it. Oh, yeah, she is. But um, so you can't fully see. But here's like this is Mona Lisa having it. And it wraps around with all the others. Um, but this is just. This that's is really cool. That's actually a really cool idea. Like whoever came up with that was actually. That's pretty creative. Yes, Marty. Marty came up with that. Marty's a full-time nurse who just uh, 
paints for fun and she's a incredible artistic genius that needs to be discovered around the world <laughs> do you know that the painting the son of man the guy in the suit with the apple so someone needs to do that with the old-fashioned in front of it instead of the apple i mean that could and be i will buy that i that will buy that whole, the, the possibilities are endless of combining bourbon with art i mean it that really could is. be a whole series in itself yeah uh we you have stumbled onto something I know. And it's, it's, it's exciting yet like exhausting, but I say in the very best possible way to be exhausted. Um, but we have bourbon and Broadway coming up, bourbon and ballet, bourbon and Beethoven. Uh, yeah, bourbon and Beethoven I can get down with or bourbon and Iron Maiden. That'd be great. We can do that. That's no, I mean, I really like any, it's like kind of the alliteration of the bees. So if there, it starts with a B, it sounds better. Sounds better. Okay. Bourbon. Yeah. Um, Bourbon and Byron Baden. Who's that? <laughs> it's just putting a B on Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was just some random like Kentucky band, maybe that you knew. <laughs> Byron Baden. Yeah. Well, Benjamin Breed. They did a song named Benjamin Breed about like this kid who was disappeared in the early nineteen hundreds or eighteen hundreds. I don't know. Anyway, it's pretty creepy. But that there you go. Bourbon and Benjamin Breed. I'll no. let you. I'll let you do that one. You. You. That one's all you. You. you <laughs> I kind of don't you want got, to do that one. It's kind of you creepy. can do that. <laughs> um, well, that's why I like bourbon and baseball. Baseball is my other favorite sport. Favorite, oh, my favorite sport. That's my other favorite thing. And like a lot of people go and drink beer at bourbon or at baseball games. I always get bourbon. I well, do. I, and it's it's a little. It can get troublesome sometimes in the sun in the afternoon. <laughs> well, in Kentucky though, like it's expected you're going to have bourbon anywhere. But and I know, I just. Really now you're getting me all excited because um, you're, you're reminding me of so many things. So another one of the things that we have planned to do is, you know, here at Louisville, it's Louisville Slugger. Yep. Um, yep. So the Louisville Slugger Museum is actually directly across from the Fraser Museum where we just did this mm -hmm. exhibit. Yep. So we're going to do a um, Louisville Slugger base, baseball bat art exhibit every our baseball will be hand you know hand painted yeah. in a different way That's and cool. on a big I need art, to see that. art I would display go see that. and I then there'll be auction that. auctioned off you know for charity yeah um but louisville slugger will provide the the baseball bats and I mean, it's the most famous bat in the world so it really is and yeah that's that's pretty cool when's that <sighs> i'm trying Don't to figure out how to fit everything in it's um it's gotta be during uh, baseball season right so the issue is like fitting all this stuff in, but it's within yeah. the next year. Okay. So we got to get through oh. bourbon and bourbon barrel bow ties for Derby. Yeah. Um, and then have a for we want to start a bourbon with heart awards or the heart of bourbon awards. So that will be awarding you know distilleries uh people within that work within distilleries individuals in the industry uh for their philanthropic efforts and awarding and recognizing the people the generosity of the industry and the people within it so that's coming up also that's cool i like this thank you i want to see the bourbon and baseball one though i need to see the bat thing i will go down for that I'm excited. I know. I, I, I need any more hours, any more people. You want to come work for us? <laughs> Can you move again? Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay, by the way. Yeah, see, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> I get it. It's a little cheaper to live in Kentucky, but 
you know, yeah, we're going to have to work on the compensation. I can only do so much for bourbon, you know what I mean? And, and <laughs> if you can pay in that, that'd be a good little side job I can do. We could maybe work, maybe work that out. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> um, I actually tried that when I was getting out of the army. I was like, let me try and apply to all these different distilleries and it didn't work. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough <laughs> process, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Um, never heard back from. Them. I always get those emails like, "Oh, we're moving with other candidates." I'm like, oh, "Okay, no, well, I tried." But yeah, I, it was it was kind of like the backup. I I knew where I, my path was going to take me. It took me here, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'd definitely come down and do some one of these exhibits. And I like that's the good thing about I was in California, and it's hard to get to anything from there because it's just such a long flight. But yeah. now, I mean, here everything's like you're right. You're basically right by Kentucky now. Yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah. It's not, you could even drive. It's like 10 hours, right? Or less. Uh, it might be a little less. My parents live in Tennessee and I was looking at where they're at. They're in Pikeville in Tennessee. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's in the middle of nowhere, which is great. And it's, uh, that's like nine and a half hours, but I like driving. Like, that's my thing. I would much rather drive anywhere than fly. Yeah. I like it too. Yeah. I get my good audio book on and. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a more of a, I'm all about the journey rather than the destination. So it's like. Mm -hmm. The, the drive is amazing. And then, so actually when I moved out here, I just, cause I literally just moved out here, but it's the third winter in a row I've driven from the West coast to the East coast. It's kind of, I don't know. It's very, <laughs> it's an experience every time. Like this was the most uneventful version, but it's just crazy when you, you, you come across the West and the continental divide and all those mountains and everything. And then you get out here and it's, and then you get where you're going. And it's like, Oh, well now what? That's kind of me. That's me with everything. It's like I, I, the process leading up to which maybe I don't know if you experience any of this with putting together your events. Like you have all those things that come up and then the new challenges that pop up, like the logistics and all that stuff. But then once the event actually happens, it's like, well, what am I going to do tomorrow? But at least it sounds like you actually got others in line. So I don't know if you get any of that vibe. Yeah. And I think I think that for anyone who particularly those that are kind of entrepreneurial minded, that that's certainly the case. I mean, it's and that actually art is a really good example of that because um, Heaven's Door Whiskey is one of yeah. our sponsors. It's Bob okay. Dylan's bourbon. Yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan, they're going to be coming to Kentucky soon. But the CEO of that company said something recently that really stuck with me. And I I don't want to steal it from him, so I'm giving him credit, but it's a line that I've definitely adopted. Um, he said he had a really successful bourbon before Heaven's Door, which was Angel's Envy. And so after That's that was after that was a big success, he was like, Well, what do you know, what do I do now? And so he said the line, after you've finished your masterpiece, you know, what do you do? And he said, Well, create another one yeah and so now he's doing this with heaven's door and i mean i think that and i've also heard even super bowl winners you know the worst day of their life is the day after they the win the after. super bowl yeah. yeah and it's so it's like if you can really understand if you're not always chasing that end and realize that when you're in the thick of it when you're in the yeah. chaos journey that's the fun part that's it's the journey it's absolutely and that's why i think so many people look at now here's a great example i think is uh tom brady Right. Especially with everything that just happened with him this last year, you know, everyone's just like, how can he, how can he give up from the outside looking in? It looks like he gave up his marriage and his family to go play one more season. It's like, whether that was true or not, you, you're not understanding the type of individual he is. He's just ridiculously competitive and he knows nothing else. Like he's literally played professional football 
for more years than he hasn't. Right. So what people can't understand is like he's on he's he's been to the greatest possible stage in the eyes of the world 10 times. And he's won at seven and he has no other idea of what it feels like to do anything else. So, yeah, of course, it's probably hard for the average person whose biggest competition throughout the day is, is he making it to work on time? <laughs> well, that's not him. Right. And but. That's just what he's manifested it into, into football. Right. There's so many people across this planet who have that same ridiculous mindset, comp whether it's competitive or it's entrepreneurial, like you said, and. They have to manifest it into something and that's just him. And that's just what the eyes of our country put their, or the attention on. But what you just described, someone like an artist or whoever it is, like that's what they're always looking for. And look at art, look at great artists throughout history. People, you know, they were never really appreciated in their moment, right? That was just the times in the society, like the stuff you're describing, whoever made um, the Mona Lisa and the Van Gogh and all that stuff. They would have no concept of what it is you're doing right now. You know what I mean? Like they would have no concept of someone like taking that and making the last cocktail out of it. They like that just wasn't something that they could even remotely envision. Well, art. Certainly... But they were never happy, right? Like those artists were just they were they were always trying to create something, and that that was the biggest struggle for them. And the stuff that they made, a lot of it was throwaway that people found greatness in. It's just a different, this different type of human really yeah what well, i mean because the the satisfaction just like i mean it comes yeah. from the pro the process you know they're yeah. not you're never going to get somewhere and say oh okay now now it's all yeah it's i'm all done good. it's I'm all done. good, good. <laughs> yeah good um yeah certainly and um i you know just with the parallels that you know art it, it really Im immortalizes people also as you were just saying you know these yeah well look at beethoven on. i mean right. same thing like just any of that stuff yeah well and not to this is this is maybe kind of going down a weird road but do it let's go <laughs> but i'm a weird i'm weird and you're probably weird, so. Um, what? No. <laughs> oh, there you go. You got your angels, angels envy. Well, yeah, I got a store pick from this uh, liquor store before I left Napa in California. It's a barrel-proof one. It's really good. I've only had one sip, so I'm going to go to that next. But you said angels envy, and it it, it conjured it up. But anyway, <laughs> don't let me interrupt. So, and I think uh, I don't know if it is any is connected to you know spending time in the military and or if it's I kind of had a very uh religious upbringing i'm not sure what it is but i do kind of have a like strange uh preoccupation with <laughs> i don't know how to say this but but death i mean i just said earlier you know what's worse that could happen yeah what's worse that could happen so, it's not so that I bad have, so i have this um idea and you can tell me if this is the stupidest thing you've ever heard or if you think this well, could i've be, heard some stupid stuff or if you think <laughs> other people besides me might possibly find this interesting okay so i wanted to do um an exhibit where i i go and connect with um like hospice or we have a place here called like the hildegard house which is a place for people uh who can go to die who like have no family nobody you know it's so that they're not alone so go to these people and in their final weeks of life um if they're an artist one have them create something if they're not an artist you know uh, my my team who 
our artists in terms of photography and you know photograph them or interview them and then make an exhibit of in a sense the art of dying it's 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 the it's i think that would be fascinating i think you're on to something because just maybe again that's, i don't know of that ever being done right at least here or definitely I've, not in Kentucky, right? But I've never heard of it. And yeah. you would get a glimpse into, I mean, I can't help but think if someone's in their final weeks of life, you're going to get their most truest self. You hope. Yeah, you hope. You hope. If, they're, if they're buying into it. Because they might just be like, what, is, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, why are you, you know what I mean? But you, you could be onto something. Or you, you'll learn, I that's a bad, I don't want to be that way, or I do want to be that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but either way, you know, you would get a, a glimpse into a time of someone's life that's very significant and then put that, you know, on a display. And then also even this makes it sound kind of stranger, but like almost an Instagram page, like the faces of dying. I mean, it's mm -hmm. these people kind of how they have like the people in New York, like Instagram, where it's they just pick a random person on the street and they yeah. take photograph and they. So I know that's not really like a fun topic. That's not bourbon. That's not, but it's no, just, but you can put bourbon with it. You can give them bourbon while they're there, I suppose. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess it depends on why. I mean, if they're like dying of like cystic of the liver or something, I might not be a good. That look. might be the best way to go out. Like, why? Why stop? <laughs> I mean, this is this has got you here. You might as well keep going. See, like, no, trust me. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, the military gives us a lot of dark humor, and most people don't understand that. But trust me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing I would tell you is don't call it faces of death because. <laughs> movie here yeah remember those remember the, i grew up with that stuff i think i was a little older than you i don't know if you saw them but yeah like oh, we, we used to have some that. weird stuff in the 90s faces of death one i remember all right you brought this up so now we're here um but it know, was, this got dark on a saturday <laughs> afternoon <laughs> but it was like they drawled and quartered someone like do you know what that is yes i do yeah like i do it all the time oh okay well it makes sense <laughs> a lot of horses in kentucky <laughs> yeah that's what we do after the dirt, the derby after party. <laughs> That's downs after downs after dark. Makes sense. Whoever the losing trainer is, they're drawing quarter. I mean, you never hear from them again. Just, you know. That's what they use the retired horses for. <laughs> oh, speed of retired horses. I remember I was going to where was I going? I think I was going to Buffalo Trace a couple of years ago. And like you drive by that like retired thoroughbred farm. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with that? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I think that was like the coolest thing I've ever driven past mm -hmm. randomly. I was like, oh, that's cool. Good spot for them. Hanging out. Seahorses yeah. just running for fun, you know, racing yeah. each other. Damn, we're, I was about to ask you something. I don't know. I probably just lost all my sponsorships. No, you'll get them I'm all just, back. It, you know, just, I mean, maybe some funeral rather than yeah, funeral right? homes. Instead of bourbon, you know, cooperages, you can get some coffin cooperages. Like, you know, <laughs> bourbon sponsor. barrel casket. Yes, yes. <laughs> hand painted, hand painted by that. local artists. Or you could get cremated together with a bourbon barrel, and then your ashes. Yes, and because ashes they do the fire. Man, I'm and just... then your ashes will be nice and charred and smell like you know vanilla and caramel and your typical yeah. bourbon notes. That'd be great. The sky's the limit. Oh, you could then you could paint the urns. That's what. That's what. Well, I was thinking the caskets. Yeah, hand painted, but. Earns are way or easier. you could have like a single barrel of Death. grandma, grandma, like. <laughs> like what does Jack Daniels do? They they filter it through charcoal. 
<laughs> she could be on the label. <laughs> okay. Look, this is why I said, like, I hope you know what you're getting into, because this is where this is where the bourbon takes me, and this is where it takes. This was actually your fault. I'm not even going to take. <laughs> I should say, I hope you know what you are getting. Into. <laughs> I'm fine. I can do this all day. This is great. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, what happened there. That's I don't fine. Know how, we went from uh this really nice positive uplifting story. It's of still positive. You're just you brought up doing something about the art of death or art of dying. Art maybe art after death. Instead of life after death, it's just art after yeah. death. Okay. M art lies. M marked out. Oh, I get it. I'm, I'm okay. I'm in the <laughs> brainstorming process. Okay. Is remember this the, just, uh, is remember this Fight just... Club? What he's like? Oh, I get it. You're very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that you don't get it. Well, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right there. It's right there in front of me. Oh. <laughs> Let's so uh bourbon barrel bow ties is next. Yeah. Printing that. Yeah. The exhibit. Oh, you can vote for your favorite barrel artist right now online. The winning artist out of the 20 of the bourbon barrels. They win they win a cash prize and then they the nonprofit of their choice gets a cash prize. Um the winning so you've got almost seven more weeks to vote for your favorite barrel design and just it's bourbonwithheart.org slash vote slash vote okay yeah i need to make sure that gets put in there too so you can send a bunch of death advocates there to go vote <laughs> <laughs> death advocates. yeah i'm gonna go post in all the like crematorium forums i'm sure there is because you know there's a forum for everything there's, there's gotta be a facebook group or something um if somebody steals my i said it first bourbon barrel caskets right here right now, now you, need to, you should be filing a I copyright trademark first. or something right now as you're <laughs> as you're doing it like you should have a team firing off trademarks for all these ideas <laughs> urban caskets mine that you know getting your ashes cremated with a bourbon barrel i would totally yeah. do that like that's something i would literally make as my in my will be like i want to be cremated with a buffalo trace barrel i mean that's cool specifically stag jr that's my favorite. That'd be cool. It would be. And then, like I said, then we'll take it over to, to, to Jack Daniels <laughs> and have him filter something through my ashes and maybe <laughs> impart all that great character and flavor profile. I, I think it's a fa fantastic idea. I mean, that's, you know, it's what I do here. I come up with fantastic ideas. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to circle back, if we may. Yes. How much time you got? Um. Well, it's not how much I got. How much longer would I want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty open. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I would say approximately uh fifteen ish more minutes. Fifteen twenty. Fifteen to thirty more minutes. Thirty to an hour. Okay, got it. Um. <laughs> So going back to, because I know you, you said, you, you you know, you're not the first to ever have like a, a wild childhood or a, a unique childhood like that. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't experience that and, and, and channel that into what you're doing now, right? Like you got to be able to look back at your life and be like, this could have gone a, a, a lot worse than it has, right? Yeah. And I know you went to the army, but what brought you towards the entrepreneur route? Because at some point, something had to wake up inside you or something had to spark that interest into you that you've managed to chase that now. So what was it that did that? 
I think a lot of that for people is just innate. Um, I mean, I had an entrepreneurial spirit um, as long as I can remember. It's just, as you said, it's just a matter of do you harness it yeah. for socially acceptable or not things? And um, so I think that it's all the same energy that kind of made me a rebel or quote unquote wild child. It's the same exact energy. It's just being harnessed in a more positive, socially acceptable direction. Um, so anyway, I got out of uh, the army and I've always been interested in politics. I thought I always wanted to be in politics. I still, yeah, all right. still, still want to uh, eventually maybe, you know, run for office. <laughs> um, so I had thought at that time, well, military plus law school would add up to some type of political career. So I, I actually went to law You're school not wrong. Yeah. after the army. I went to law school. Um, but nowadays, that's not so much the case. At, at that time, every the whole all of Congress was attorneys. No, not, yeah. anymore, not anymore. It's all about the cult of personality. This, this actual appearance is going to really help you because they're going to be like, oh, wow, she likes death. It's going to be great. We're going to vote for her. <laughs> I don't worry about anything harming or hurting a political run because I mean it's been proven anything can it, be this is oh, my point with I was just talking about this with with uh my cousin. It's like look, what you may have once been afraid of, you no longer have to. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. We've already we've already dropped the veil on everything. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. No. I mean, look at the people some people who have become president. I mean anybody can but that's the point, right? Anybody should be able to become president. That was what right. the founding was. Anybody. It's yeah, the people's well, house. It's the people's house. Well, and can representative you representative of the people? Can you imagine you know, what it's gonna be like for I have two two sons, um, but for their oh, yeah. gener their generation, oh, I mean their entire life is documented online. Yep. And yeah. you know, there's gonna be nothing, no big shocker or anything you could find about somebody in future political runs the standard is going to have yeah. to be way lower as far as yeah. you know finding crazy drunken and well that was the, that was the problem to begin with you shouldn't ha there shouldn't be a standard for a politician like that's what we've created in our mind it's like wow this this guy's supposed to be like some no you, your political leaders should not be people who you look up and aspire to it should be your family first and then look for people outside <laughs> of that from there right but so it was did 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 the army specifically wake you up to that because of what your experiences were in the army or was it just you thought of hey I should go to law school because of whatever cuz I was think I think like the only reason I wanted to go do and majored in political science was my time in Iraq like I just read and saw so many what I thought were political failures that were taking place and I was like okay there's got to be a way and that was what kind of led me into that path and I've, I may have strayed from it a bit in the recent years, but I think kind of like you at some point, I would like to move back in that direction, but it's not going to be anytime soon. So too much bourbon. Yeah. Like yeah, all so these hours of videos, people are going to thumb through to try and find stuff to say that, about me and be like, yeah, I, all you got to do is you can't just don't deny anything. Just mm -hmm. own it. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's one of the, so when I, I lived in DC, I think I yeah. said that. Yeah, and um, yeah. I worked at, it's called the Leadership Institute. Okay. And um, they would, we would have classes on campaign management. And one of those was just 
you know, you immediately own all negative information. If you say it first, then what? I mean, I already, well, it's like, I already said that. Yeah, you know? exactly. So what? And? Yeah. So, and then, <laughs> and the faster you just get it out, then the faster it's old news and just it's, move on. It's very true. That's a good point. I think people need to understand that. That's It's a very good point. Um, well, and on the reverse, if you're wanting to hurt some somebody and you have a lot of negative information on them, they called it cutting the puppy dog's tail off one inch at a time. So instead of just cutting the puppy dog's tail off at once, then he moves on. It's, it's not so painful. But you cut it off one inch at a time. That's very painful. In other words, you let out the negative information if you have all of it. You let it out tiny bits at a time because it. Otherwise, it's just done over with. Yeah, never. Yeah. Moved on. No, I get that. But I just want to point out that you've gone from <laughs> the art of dying to cutting off puppy dogs' tails. <laughs> that was just a, 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 anal a metaphor, analogy, a figure. Yeah. Well, I've never actually heard that one, but that is good. That doesn't make sense, though, too, because why would you? You don't want to. Well, that's why we always get what? What? These October surprises we yes. were always conditioned to expect. And. I don't think it even happens anymore because everything's so 24 seven that no one cares. Yeah. Right. But, but that may also of... be the way to go, but wait, you've seen this like AI stuff that they've done recently, right? Have you seen oh, this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you see the stuff they just had Biden saying? Wait, I didn't say that, but I've seen Oh that. my. Okay. Well, when you're done, just go, you, you, what do we do? We Google, right? So just yeah. Google Biden, like on some anti-gay transgender rant and it's just the craziest thing because it's a hundred percent like it looks like him saying it it's his voice but it's all ai and he's like how do you even know what's real anymore no you don't and, and it's scary because even if someone puts something out there that they know isn't true even just the image and the perception if it gets in someone's mind once even if it's proven right. false later it's totally it's shifted late. how you can view that person so It'll be interesting to see what all AI and does. Speaking of which, I think it's supposed to be close to you by now. Can you see that Chinese balloon floating over <laughs> you guys yet? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> we... No, but there's a comment here today. There's a comment passing. Us. Was there? It's not Haley's, yeah. is it? No, it can't be Haley's. It's I another... forget the name of it, but down at a Tom Sawyer Park, uh, they're having a comet party tonight and you can go and the you should have a bourbon comet party <laughs> a bourbon vomit party i've had those no, well we've all had those <laughs> <laughs> how <laughs> it's been a while though but yeah we, we we've all had those man all right it's been a long time though because you know we're professionals now are we I'm very professional. <laughs> Are we? I mean, <laughs> I'm even I, wearing wearing a bourbon. Ooh, down. nice. Okay. Pullover. I mean, yeah, I see that. Talk that's about fancy. professional. I'm assuming that's a sponsor. No, but I want them to be bow tie sponsors, though. Okay, and then what's the what? What's the hat? Um, that's. That's Victoria's Secret. Oh, I thought I thought you you made it very clear up front that you were like everything is a sponsor, but clearly everything so far has not been a sponsor. Don't don't believe what I say. Okay, that's a okay. great problem. <laughs> there you go. We finally got her to say it. It's been an hour. Please don't believe anything Morgan Hancock says. All right. That'll be the clip for my political run. Don't believe anything. Don't believe I anything say. I say. <laughs> That's a good slogan. That'd be great. I mean, what what's better than that? Don't, don't believe anything I say. 
what was I just watching? There was something, something very similar. It's not, it's not don't believe anything I say, eh, whatever. It's um, three glasses in at this point. I'm not going to remember anything. Oh, oh, what are we drinking? I saw it. That's my gym beam. Oh, okay. It looked very light. I was just making sure. The ice melted as we've been talking. Are you an ice? Are you a, are you a rocks person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to yeah. go neat. I am a rocks person and I'm not ashamed of it. There's nothing wrong with that. I like rocks if I do a cocktail or if I make my own version of an old fashioned or something, but yeah. just bourbon on its own, I'll go neat. Unless it's the summer and I'm out at a baseball game baking in the sun. Yeah. That's the problem with bourbon. Like, so I don't know. I guess it's probably there's there's rivers in Kentucky. Do you ever float a river? Float? Yeah. Like get on a tube, just float down a river for a few hours, get hammered. You done that? Uh yeah. Two. Okay. Two? Oh, you've counted. <laughs> <laughs> two rivers or two times? Tubing. Tube. Oh, tubing. Okay. I <laughs> like, oh wow, yeah. Two rivers, two times. No. Well, yeah, but you can't do that with bourbon. You really can't. Well, we have bourbon slushies. Oh. Yeah. Those Terrible. are the su- that's the summer drink. Cherry bourbon sour. So you know what I just recently had a bartender make for me out here was a a cherry bourbon sour. Mm. So good. Morgan, go request that. Wherever you go next, cherry bourbon sour. Do you like cherry? If you don't, it's fine. But... I do. I do. I mean, okay. You know, we drink a lot of old fashions, but I mean that's not really cherry. It's cherry but um not really no so i make mine with walnut bitters the black mm-hmm. walnut bitters it's so good That'd and then i good. just drop like three of those luxardo cherries and then a scoop of the syrup and just mm-hmm. i actually make mine with no simple syrup i, I don't use simple yeah i don't use the I don't simple like syrup. It but, but no, my point about floating the river right is you need to have a 30 pack of some barely alcohol having beer like you know, Colorado Rocky Mountain spring water or Colorado Kool-Aid, whatever it is you prefer to Coors Light as. And that's what you drink as you float. Because if you drink, if, if I know you, now you told me the slushy, I'm going to need you to send me a recipe for a bourbon slushy, slushy, slushy. That'd be great. But if I go out there with a bottle of Buffalo Trace, you know, I'm going to drown most likely <laughs> at some point. I used to float the American river in California and there's always this section that's kind of rapids ish. And depending on how the winter was with the flow from the from the spring when, the, when everything melts, it's not it's not safe. Like I took my daughter out there and like she, we went over a rock and she just popped her tube and was it was like slow motion. She fell down and I was like no, and grabbed her arm and pulled her back up. But imagine if I was doing that with bourbon, I'd, I wouldn't have a daughter. Well, <laughs> if we if, if we found you, I would I would burn you in a. <laughs> what was your brand of choice? Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace yeah. barrel. Thank you. So if, that, if that makes you feel any better about it. If, yeah. If you could contact them after this, let them know that <laughs> we're going to need a barrel. Um, and then I'm going to come down and work for you on the weekends part-time for barrel, for bourbon, not for okay. barrel. Barrel of bourbon. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just a Kentucky thing because we can, we can do that and we don't, we don't drown. Allegedly. So, so, <laughs> so, well, it's know. almost summer. I say we find out that maybe that can be your bourbon and boats. Or <laughs> we'll get a big a bourbon river lake float or something and we can paint up some some no, I don't want to paint the boat. I feel like these ideas are digressing. They 
for a while, I feel like we were on fire, but now we were. I, I'm just look bourbon and water, bourbon and floats. You get bourbon out there on the water in the summer, and I'm just gonna, yeah. I mean, we'll get the the slushies thing going, and that'd be fun. You know how they made those competitions when you were in school and you would have to make the boats out of like aluminum yes. foil or something? This could be that. like a competition of you have to make a little, you have to float in a bourbon barrel and you race. Yes, that'd be great. Barrel racing, but with bourbon barrels. Yeah. Well, you know, you've seen, or have you seen those pictures of the people wearing the? Yeah, like the, the bourbon. That was that was the barrel. Yeah. Well, that was a punishment. So if you, you know, got too drunk, drunk or something in public, you would have to wear that as punishment. Oh, I've definitely should have been made to wear that a few times. Then. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, but I definitely would have been chosen. To... <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. Though. That would certainly discourage me from ever doing that again. If I had to wear a 130 pound bourbon barrel around the town. I, I doubt it. You'd, you'd still do it. Or I'd just get really strong and. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just have someone paint the barrel, whatever. Art. You'd have to get really strong. What is this muscle right here? Your traps. That's yes, your traps would get strong, I think. <laughs> strong like bull. There you go. Yeah, well, that'd that be was, good. That's an army thing, too. You got strong stra traps from the flak vest. Did you wear a flak vest or did you get... But what, When years were you in? 7 to 11. But okay. What about you? Uh, well, I joined in 02. Like right after 9-11. Like, so when I joined, like I had bulked up when I was in college playing baseball and I went to the recruiter like a week after 9-11. I was like, let's go. And he's like, yeah, come back when you lose 18 pounds. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so I, I actually joined in January of 02 when I lost it. But um, yeah, I'm still in. I'm, I'm in back in the reserves now. So I've been in 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was 21 years on the 30th of January. Wow. Yeah. It's a long how, time. How much longer? That is a I don't know. Time. It's easy at this point. I'm I'm having fun hanging out in the reserves, just getting paid to hang out with people on the weekend. You say that. You better like knock on wood. Why? What? What's going to happen? Sure. You don't. You don't know. You What's going to happen? I'm so far <laughs> removed from anything happening at this point. Like it, whatever. It, it's fine. <laughs> well, I hope so. Yeah, but good for you. Thanks for thanks for hanging in there so long. Hey, you're welcome for my service. You know, I'm thanking you right now. <laughs> thank you. That's for what I'm your... saying. Thank you. No, that's well, what I'm saying. So you were 07 to 11. So that's when I, uh, well, I became a drill sergeant in 2008. Oh, you're a drill sergeant. Yeah, but I was at Benning. So you wanted to came through mm. there. But now I was, where'd you go? Now I'm judging you. Why are you judging me? What? <laughs> I did. I don't. <laughs> mm, drill sergeant. Oh, sorry. Well, um, I just didn't, I just didn't have good experiences with my drill sergeants, but. Um. Um, they're not all great like me. Sorry. Okay, I'll believe. I'll, I'm just, I'm just going to trust that. Um, but <laughs> mine were. I'm not going to speak poorly of them. I'm not going to speak poorly and reflect poorly <laughs> on the. Did you go to Jackson or did you go to Bliss? Oh wait, not Bliss. Um, I was at Bliss for a while. No, I'm saying like. Oh, for for basic basic training, yeah. Uh. Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Are you with Missouri? Okay. What's damn Fort Sill? That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but Leonard Wood is definitely part of the drill sergeant curriculum because there's a massive case study on just how awful they were in the 90s. Like, well, called, really... we called it Fort Lost in the Woods, Missouri. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Does the land have that bad? I've never been to Leonard Wood. It's like one of the few installations I've never been to. Does the land um, have force that bad? 
it was pretty bad. I, I was there January through, I guess, what, Mar March or so. So this, I mean, it was snow. Yeah. And then I went straight from there to El Paso to Bliss, which was like a hundred degrees. So it <laughs> Bliss like, is really nice now. They do all the like the the demobilizations go through there. I don't know how it was when you went, but it's like a they've rebuilt that whole base. You probably haven't seen it. It was mostly an air force when I was. Oh yeah, no, that's so. So the Star Major Academy is there, and all like there's so First Armored Division moved there from Germany. Like there's so much mm -hmm. that's been built. There's a road Texas Roadhouse Grill there. Like it's just all kinds of crazy. Really? Yeah, yeah. But you know, my thing is I don't like to hang out on bases. I like to get out in the economy. So I, I went. I remember when I was driving out to California when I was moving out there. I drove and I went through Blit. Well, I went through El Paso. And I found like this crazy Iranian restaurant that had the most amazing food. It was so good. Like, that's what I like to do. I like to discover like what's actually in cities and towns, not just do. Like, I felt I like we got in trouble every time we tried that. Cause well, yeah, we that's kind of the army <laughs> way. <laughs> but in bliss, in bliss, like we had, we, we tried to venture out. And I don't know. I think we ended up in Mexico. Yeah, I was going to say, you're pretty close. You need to be careful. <laughs> yes. And we'll, we walk into this bar and it's like seven of us in our uniforms and we walk in and it just silence. Like everyone just stops what they're doing and staring. And it's, it's, I, I think yeah. like we were actually in Mexico and they were like, it wasn't apparently a popular hangout spot for soldiers because they looked at Especially us like. Especially soldiers in uniform. That's they looked smart. terrified. <laughs> but by the end of the night, we were all best friends. Well, that's yeah. usually what happens in a bar, right? Especially if there's bourbon involved. Well, I don't know about in Mexico. It's probably tequila, which, you know, please don't do bourbon and tequila together ever or ever Ugh. have tequila. It's awful. Ugh. Ugh, it's do you terrible. like tequila? No. Okay. See, I, I think people like us who actually do like bourbon, they, they, there's no reason to ever visit tequila. There really isn't. No. In my opinion. And I... I've had people on here. I had a really good guy who's, you know, he's like, oh, I love this high-end tequila from wherever. I'm like, oh, God. There's Every, no such thing as high-end Everyone tequila. I know who loves tequila, especially if it's a woman, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? I love how you preface that with especially if it's a woman. Because, you look. If I say that, it's a problem. But the fact that you said it, it, it kind of clears a lot of things up for a lot of people. It's true, because I'm, I'm just I'm agreeing with you. Only basing that off of my personal experiences and perspective, everyone's experience may be different. Uh, no, I think my experience is exactly yours. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think tequila has ever led to a positive outcome at the end of the night. It's always bad. If I've ever had any bad like alcohol-related experiences, now granted, we've, we've talked earlier, I have thrown up from bourbon. We've all had, right? <laughs> but tequila has never ended well yeah i know i mean they make songs about it i think i think country songs i mean country makes a song about everything <laughs> everything that's terrible everything is terrible everything that's an alcohol um but yeah i think the last time i had a tequila related experience was three years ago mm. and it ended poorly and i will never drink it again I've my, made that decision. Well, same. I'll never drink it. Uh, my worst alcohol, the like the one alcohol I'll never, ever drink again is limoncello. Oh, I uh, actually like those. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Vegas, they're good in the sun. 
Well, I had went to uh, Italy and Europe because I was actually studying medieval art. And so I went there and brought some back home. Well, I had had opened it and I, you know, still packed it. Well, I didn't know that, you know, I guess it's got some cream. It's like kind of cream based. It has to be refrigerated. Mm. It doesn't just stay good when it's open. So I got back home and then like seven days later, we crack it open. We're drinking it. And we all got like deathly sick, like because it was like rotten, I guess. And so now just the smell of like lemon or ugh, it's so bad. But you know, I mean, limoncello, you're drinking like the legit real stuff from Italy. But I think I've said this before to people like, what do I, I don't want to drink bourbon straight. What do I mix it with? I'm like, well, you don't have to mix it with anything. But if you really feel like you need to add something to it, squeeze a lemon into it and just throw that inside it and just stir it up. It's like the easiest thing in the world to make and give you some sort of like mellowness to it. But the fact that you the the smell of a lemon, I'm just that's that's kind of sad. Well, I actually really like grapefruit with my that's good, yeah. Yeah. My brother makes this grapefruit bourbon smash because he grows them out in California. Oh, it's in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So I I suggest a little grapefruit. They make grapefruit bitters too. You can put a little bit of that in there. Do they? Mm Mm-hmm. I think they make everything bitters yeah i think you're right but <laughs> i i need to get them and i need to get some cherry bitters but right now i'm in this black walnut bitter thing like i was saying like that phase That's i'm in that too. oh god they're so good it's just total total game changer like completely adds that woody profile but in a good way because i'm not a big yeah. fan of oak in my bourbon but i like the wood note the oak comes off a little sweet to me mm. which yeah, i yeah. do like sweetness but for whatever reason, oak sweetness. Like the one I think you will really taste it if people are like, what does oak taste like in a bourbon? Get Evan Williams bottled in bond. That's all it is. It's delicious. I like it. I haven't tried it. What's that? I haven't tried it. What? You're from no. Kentucky. Yeah, I haven't tried it. That's... I mean, Evan Williams. Yeah. But... I mean, you've never had the bottled in bond. It's like the, it's probably your best value. So let me ask you that this because I think I got a few more minutes with you here. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I want to ask you this. I know you, you said your favorite, but I do like, I, I get so many of these questions, especially because of this podcast specifically, but what's like the, the what should everybody have is kind of what I've been told, right? Or been asked. And I always have, I have four things that I think everybody should have. Okay. And they're all different from a flavor profile perspective. And I've ranked these, I've done these in like flavor profiles and everything. And but they're all about the same price between 15 and 25 bucks, wherever you're at. Okay. Evan Williams, bottled and bomb. Okay. Buffalo trace. Wild Turkey one oh one, And Elijah Craig. Those are the four staples. I think everyone should have. And those are the four things I think everyone should try if they're new to bourbon, because every four, each one of those is different, hundred percent different from a flavor perspective. And if, you taste all four of those, you'll find something you like, and then you can follow that and progress, right? Then you can get into stronger proofs and you can get into different expressions from the distilleries. I mean, I think one of the best things you can ever buy is the the this right here. This uh, is like 40 I mean, bucks the- everywhere. This Russell's Reserve 10 year, yeah. like people go nuts. The 13, three years later, for whatever, you still can't find a bottle of Russell's Reserve for the 13 year anywhere yeah. since they came out with it, which makes no sense to me because you can go buy the 10 year everywhere for 40 bucks. 
Well, that's what I was going to. So my just kind of everyday standard is just the Jim Beam white Yeah. label, just as an everyday. But so the Russell Tenier is certainly one of my favorites and Knob Creek Rye. Knob Creek Yeah. is, Actually, I'm going to knob right now. oh, But there I'm going we go. to the knob 12. That's what I'm going to finish with. Well, I love the Knob Creek Rye. I also love the Bullet Rye. Um, Oh, you know what's good about Oracle Park in San Francisco is what? uh they had the bullet sponsorship and they'll have the the bullet uh the barrel strength and the tenure there. That's where I find myself in some trouble about the fourth inning when I've had a double of the barrel strength in the sun. <laughs> That's you, they, you <laughs> need that's why you need bourbon slushies. I don't know why you're not out there right now petitioning to every major league park. Or Major League Baseball in general and be like, look, I get it. We have bourbon sponsorships with every park, but how about bourbon slushies? Because they don't offer that. Well, speaking of that, so here's another idea. I'm saying them all here and I got half of these trademarks in the works, so nobody steal all this stuff from That's me. right. Don't don't So steal her stuff. Don't be that guy. People, but people Don't do do. that. Keep Um, it on. so um, here we have a lot of big bourbon festivals with food trucks. So obviously having the bourbon slushies at one of these festivals. But um, I actually earlier this year came up with, so you know, bourbon balls, the chocolates. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. But what I do is deep fry them. So it's, What? but listen, it's Kentucky fried bourbon balls. And I made the most awesome logo and I got all these t-shirts and like how awesome of a food truck would this be? Go getting three Kentucky fried bourbon balls and a bourbon slushie. They are so delicious. I got to send you a picture or video You need of to them. do you need to do all this and I need to know when we can hang out so I can eat these and drink Oh, they them. are so good. That's all I want to do. Yeah. The summer's Well, coming. You, <laughs> I am ready. and Road you trip know, season. And I looked at Kentucky Fried Bourbon Bowl. I mean, That we sounds can amazing. use, yeah. They fry everything. Every time I take my daughter to a fair, I got fried. My favorite thing was like fried Reese's peanut butter cups. So Mm. I love that. Fried Snickers, fried Yeah. Twinkies, like all that. Like that's, you give me fried bourbon ball. And they're so easy. They take about two seconds. And I use pancake batter. So, Oh my God. What? Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. a, that's, So you just there whip you up go. a pancake batter, dip them in, fry it for That's a second legit. with powdered sugar. Yeah. And, you know, the name, Kentucky Fried Bourbon Ball, who would think it would stick? Say when, and, and I'm coming to buy like <laughs> a 48 pack. That's all I want. That's great. yeah, I mean... Are you going to sell those at your next bourbon event though? Like, have you thought about this? Do you do hors d'oeuvres? Do you, what are you doing? What's going on there for food and drink options? What do we got? Uh, I mean, I just, you know, catered, you know, I just had a caterer. I, I, I can only do so. I can only do so much. I can't be over here frying balls Don't don't while do that. Don't I'm do like. that. You can, you can, you hire someone to do that or you just make them in advance. Come on. Like this Nobody is great. wants Bourbon to work. slushies. Nobody wants to work these days. That's a whole nother No, you're job. right. You know, that's a big thing with that, especially out in California and the like Napa. And I came from Napa. Uh, the the service industry out there, it's, it's largely what it is, but it's been crushed with post COVID because nobody wants to go back to work. Yeah, that's Like your true. service is really falling off. I don't know how it is in Kentucky. Is it, are you seeing that in Kentucky as well? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Nobody nobody can find anybody to work. And if, and if they do work, you have to pay them some insane amount for 
you know, the, the easiest, easiest job and then hope that they're going to show up. And if they, I mean, employers are at the mercy of their employees and like never before. The yeah, power, we call it the tyranny, the, the tyranny of the majority is what that's called. You were in political science, you know what that is. Um, yes, yeah, well, no. definitely been like a power shift for sure. Where they, the the employees are certainly in charge nowadays. It seems. Well, like I said, um, for these events, I will happily come and help. Fry up the bourbon balls. I, I'm going to need some bourbon balls and I'm going to need some bourbon. That's it. That's all. You don't have to pay me at all. You just give me a bottle of bourbon and I'll definitely come down and help you. Um, well, but no, we, legit. Oh, I would definitely, I, I would love to stay in touch with you moving forward because like I said, you're, it's not that far. Uh, I actually, I, I think what you're doing is pretty good. My brother is an artist. So I, like, I believe in what it is you're actually putting on and I, I respect it a lot. I think it's pretty cool. And it's it's not just, it's not just the, what we're doing for the artists too. We're, we're donating, we'll be giving 27,000 to other local nonprofits. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, I, I'd love to be a part of it going forward in some way. Definitely want to come down for one of those events. Probably the baseball one. That's more my jam. Um, just make sure you at that moment have the the fried bourbon slushies balls and the slushies. Bourbon slushies with cherry. I want. So you know how you go to like and get Italian ices. I want that with bourbon, but then I want to be able to put my own flavor on top of it, and I want cherry. Okay, like a Hawaiian ice type. Yeah, but everything goes with bourbon, so it doesn't matter what flavor it is. Oh, so that's a bourbon snow cone. Yes. I want that. Okay. That shouldn't be, I mean, that should be, if we can do slushies, we can do snow cones. We can do it all. Look, this is these are cash cows. These are the things that make money. Now, I don't know how it works there. Maybe you got to have a liquor license. I don't know. You do. You're a nonprofit. You should be able to write that off. <laughs> well, we, we are getting our charitable gaming license. Are you really? Yeah, so we can gamble. It now up. we're talking because you know, good. yeah, one of the things I used to do years before was a gambling sports talk stuff before it was legal and popular, and everyone does it now, so there's no point. But yeah, no, that's great. Um, all right, so it's Morgan Hancock. She does bourbon with heart. Yes. What? Yes, that's right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> bourbon with heart. Yeah, and. <laughs> What do you got? You you pulling something out down there? You pulling the bottle out? What what, what are you grabbing? Um, I have like this robotic arm thing. No, I don't have a robotic arm. <laughs> I Let's hope just not. Be... Then that that would put into perspective our IED talk. Later. That would be pretty yeah. cool, though. I mean, uh, but no, I don't. Thankfully, um, I have like this uh, robotic arm type thing on my desk where I can like rest my elbow on it, and so I was adjusting it like a. You're resting your arm on a robotic. Yeah, I wish I was in the camera shot, but you can't see it. It's a, you hear it clicking. It's a robotic like arm. <laughs> as long as it's connected to like a like a a bar down there that you're just pulling bottles from, that'd be great. But it's yeah. like an adjustable arm, so I can just like I'm just chilling on it right now. That's cool. I'm just yeah. chilling on this chair that isn't mine <laughs> because my chair still haven't shown up after two weeks, but whatever. Well, you need to upgrade. I'll, I'll send you the link to this robotic arm. Because <laughs> I'm trying, like, over there is the, the office room where I'm going to eventually put everything in. But, yeah, I need I need everything. I need that. I need bourbon slushies. I need fried bourbon balls. I need, I need all of this. And, um, yeah, so, like I said, I'll get this out. I'll send you all the links. If you want to share them, great. 
uh, maybe don't put them on your LinkedIn. That seems to be like your main social media thing. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, Whatever. That just... is not my main uh, yeah. at all. So if I want people to follow us, uh, yeah. it's just on Facebook or Instagram. It, we make it easy. It's just bourbon with heart. Bourbon with heart. And you're not on Twitter. I've, I've found that out. No. I, where am I, I can, I can, I can only I'm keep up so much. Yeah. Primarily, that's where I post everything. But I, I do throw everything up on Facebook pages, Instagram, all that good stuff. So I'll send you all that stuff when it gets up tomorrow. But I, I do appreciate you spending your your early afternoon with me, having in some Jim Beam. And uh, yeah, like I said, I will. I would love to stay in touch with you because I, I, I would love to help you out with everything that you got going on. I believe in it. I think it's a great project. And thank you. That's Morgan Hancock. And she's about to go have some fried bourbon balls and some bourbon slushies off camera <laughs> and talk about how to, to you know, burn the dead. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we covered a lot of it was. Ground. All right. Let me stop this.